For most anyone that knows me, they know I'm not a fan of rabbits. It's not exactly that I'm scared of them. I just know that behind those floppy ears and wiggly noses lies the mind of a cold and calculated killer. While there are many examples of fun and silly rabbits in history, Peter Cottontail, the White Rabbit from Lewis Carroll's stories, and even that rascal, Bugs Bunny, something about them has never sat right with me. It may have had to do with the vampire rabbit, Bunicula, from the children's book I read back in elementary school, or the killer rabbit of Kerbinog from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, or even the human-sized nightmare bunny from Donnie Darko. It's really not hard to see how even these tiny and allegedly cute creatures can be twisted to become things of nightmares. So, in the spirit of Easter, a holiday synonymous with our floppy-eared rodents, join me now as we dive into a peculiar tale of our own. Let us dive into the rabbit hole, into our own twisted wonderland, and see if we can find our own killer bunny. Now, grab a warm drink for this cool night. Lock the doors, check under the bed and in the closet. Settle into your favorite seat and listen closely. It's time for another fairy tale. Once upon a time, in a small town in Northern Virginia, a local police force gathered at the station, puzzling over clues and photos. The past few weeks have kept them very busy as a string of attacks and kidnappings have been occurring all over the town. Confusion and anxiety have covered the town like a blanket, considering that the only leads the police had were of a tall bunny roaming around, talking to kids as they played in their yards. The children would always provide the same information. The man in the bunny costume would sit and watch them play. Sometimes he would talk to them, explain he was the Easter Bunny, and was just planning where he would leave his eggs. A giggle would explode from the static, furry face of the bunny man, and he would walk away, leaving the children bewildered. Shortly after a bunny sighting is when tragedy would strike. That night, someone would enter into a home, usually located in the same neighborhood that the bunny was walking around in. They would proceed with attacking the parents of the house, leaving them broken, unable to communicate, and the intruder would move to the children's rooms, snatching them up and leaving with them. The case continued to baffle authorities as different neighborhoods were hit days apart. Panic began to settle into the town until they received a lucky break. A child who managed to avoid getting kidnapped and told the police who was behind the attacks. His voice trembled as two words left his lips. Easter Bunny. Realization dawned on the officers as they put the pieces together. 
the random reports of a strange bunny man haunting neighborhoods, and the break-ins happening almost in conjunction. They planned and deliberated, waiting for the next reported sighting of the bunny to come through. Fortunately, they didn't have to wait long. Although not managing to catch the bunny man during the day, the police force knew that, based on the pattern, he would be returning. A patrol car waited nearby to the entrance of the neighborhood. No lights or identifying information. Disguised. Two officers waited, watching, listening. Shortly after sunset, they saw a tall figure, with big feet, a puffball tail, and two long ears bouncing as the figure walked. The two followed the mad hare as he walked, almost nonchalantly. As he began to slow down, they parked the unmarked car and waited listening. On the wind, they could hear a deep voice singing, Here comes the Easter Bunny kidnapping all the little kiddies. Hippity hoppity, fear is on the way. A giggle followed before beginning another verse. The officers threw open their car doors just as the killer bunny started toward a dark and quiet house. They raced toward him, guns drawn, shouting for the bunny to get on the ground. The man-rabbit turned, and the two men noticed something even more sinister than before. In his big paws, he held a large, sharp axe. Shouting another order, this time to put the axe down, the officers pulled out their sidearms, holding them forward, sights trained on the radical rodent. The bunny looked at them, cocking his large head to the side, giggling again and ran towards the two men, axe over his head, ready to attack. Shots rang out in rapid succession, bullet holes appearing in the gray fur of the bunny as he faltered, stopped, and finally dropped to the cold night ground, the axe tumbling down next to him. One of the officers, shaking as the adrenaline of the moment wore off, inched forward, guns still pointed at the large rabbit, he stepped up next to the furry felon, kicking his large paw, waiting. When there was no response, his partner joined him, removing the oversized head. Audible gasps could be heard in the quiet night, as they both looked and saw nothing. No human head or body, a completely empty rabbit suit. Days passed, the rabbit suit locked away as evidence, Clues continuing to grow as the only lead the department had seemed to have faded away like their mysterious attacking rabbit. With the bunny dead, there was no one to point them to where the children were hiding, no one to help them finally put the family's minds at ease. As luck would have it, a fisherman, having tried a new spot near a bridge at the local lake, happened to hear crying in a nearby shed under the bridge. After racing back up to the street to phone the police, he made his way towards the shed, finding it locked. Grabbing a brick from around the back, he located a window and, with a shout to have anyone standing near it to move, he hurled it inside, breaking the glass completely. Using a carton to stand on, he looked inside, finding all the lost and kidnapped children. A year passed. With the Easter holiday approaching, reminding everyone of the terrifying events of the previous spring, 
The mayor of the town, in an attempt to help the citizens of his town move on, banned the celebration of the holiday, including the sales of eggs and decorations. Years passed, healing the wounds left behind and inside the children, now growing up into teenagers. The story of the Mad Rabbit became an urban legend. With the shed that served as his hideout, and the accompanying bridge playing host to a challenge for careless and reckless teens. It was a common dare for friends to challenge each other to venture into the shed or walk along the bridge at night. Those who accepted the dare would often report of a tall, ghostly figure of the bunny walking across the bridge or into the shed, dragging his axe behind him. And on the wind, if they listened closely enough, they would hear the Easter Bunny song and that strange giggling once again. For a large number of people around the world, the holiday known as Easter has just happened. Easter itself has roots in both Christianity and paganism, much like the winter equivalent, Christmas, providing different feelings and meanings to the various people who celebrate it. Celebrated near the start of spring, after the first full moon of the spring equinox, the holiday has one constant among all its various ways of reveling, a theme of rebirth and renewal. The day began like many other big holidays still acknowledged today. The ancient people of the world would worship and thank a god, preparing a feast and celebration and partying through the night. This time we look to Uster, the goddess of birth and fertility to the Teutonic people. Of course, as time went on, newer religions moved in, with the story of Jesus and his death and resurrection tying in perfectly to the image of spring and rebirth, combining everything to create the actual Easter holiday. While its history is filled with more positive and hopeful imagery, unlike its winter counterpart, humankind has still found ways to insert a bit of horror into the holiday over the years. As in our frightful tale, the Easter Bunny has brought about a peculiar fear in many children forced to sit on his furry lap. The image of that large, static face, big flopping ears, large feet, and pasted-on smile have caused many children to burst into tears just at the sight of him at Easter gatherings. Many websites feature lists showing funny and creepy Easter Bunny pictures taken by parents. History has shown how the bunny costume has been designed, some even seeming to be intentionally frightening and unnerving. Of course, like the big man in red he sometimes competes with, the thought of a strange human-sized rabbit running through your house and yard, leaving toys and baskets, does seem itself to be a frightening concept. At least Santa is human, I think. The other aspect of Easter that has taken on new meanings has been the concept of the Easter egg. 
Left behind by the aforementioned bunny rabbit, children are let out in their yard to search for brightly colored eggs filled with candy and treats and occasionally cash money. Over the years, the term Easter egg has been used to refer to other treats left in movies, books, and most popularly, video games. Many of these Easter eggs are left as a way to treat certain fans and provide a connection to the developers or creators of the media. Many are tame or even funny, an inside joke to those who would pick up on it. The TV show Community included a Beetlejuice Easter egg that played out over multiple seasons, with three separate characters saying the name until the ghost with the most finally showed up in the background. Pixar, a film company owned by Disney, includes a Pizza Planet truck in each of their movies, providing both an Easter egg for fans to locate and a reference to their first movie, Toy Story. Alfred Hitchcock even includes an Easter egg in almost every movie that he's ever created, including himself in 39 of his movies, with the recurring theme of always carrying an object. Video games proved to be the undisputed champion of housing Easter eggs, possibly attributed to the fact that they have much more time and opportunities to work with since they're not under a two-hour average time constraint. With these opportunity and power must also come responsibility, and again, while many of these are lighthearted and funny, many game developers have used the chance to scare and disconcert many players. Rockstar Games are known for making big, open-world games, full of life and individuality. Their flagship series, Grand Theft Auto, has always been full of puns, tongue-in-cheek jokes, and Easter eggs aplenty. In the third game, for example, a movie title, Bad Fellas, is advertised as a reference to the well-known mafia movie, Goodfellas. In the most recent release of the series, Grand Theft Auto V, some of the Easter eggs took on a more sinister nature. As the player explores the very large world of Los Santos, amongst the various denizens and mountains, they can discover clues left behind by a very cryptic individual. With further research, they can begin to hunt for more clues, revealing that they are hunting down Los Santos' very own serial killer. Based off San Francisco's very real Zodiac Killer, the Los Santos Killer leaves very similar clues, each more grisly than the last. During the hunt for the killer, the player may also come across a newspaper clipping set near a set of rocks overlooking the ocean. The newspaper gives information pertaining to a tragic accident involving a woman walking to the cliffs with her husband. Further investigation will reveal a spattering of blood on the rocks below spelling out the husband's name, and when the player looks up, they'll be greeted by the ghost of the long-dead woman. Both of these are events that are built into the game, but may never be encountered by players who just stick to the main game, much like players of another Rockstar game, Red Dead Redemption. Taking place in the past, during the golden age of cowboys, the game itself has actually had a whole expansion dedicated to zombies and supernatural creatures like the Chupacabra and the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. 
But for those brave enough to venture into Tumbleweed, they'll discover an abandoned ghost town, complete with disembodied voices. A barking can also be heard, being louder in certain parts of the town, such as in the graveyard, until it leads players to the town church. Inside, written in black, reads a message. The devil has got into that beast. Cujo, anyone? While many argue that the best easter eggs are the ones you need to find, others will take a stance that it's much better when it's something that happens during the main game, but only if you understand the reference. In the hit fantasy RPG game, The Witcher 3, players control a man named Geralt on his search for his long lost ward. Along the way he encounters beasts, ghouls, witches, and ghosts. However, for fans of the hit series Doctor Who, one area leaves a much bigger impact. In the Linden Vale graveyard sits numerous angel statues marking the graves. While they are on a contract mission, the player may notice something very odd about the area, especially after entering a building on the property. Geralt certainly does, as he murmurs to himself and the player, hmm strange. At any point in the graveyard, if the player turns around, they'll notice that the angel statues have moved and are following just behind them. Similar in every way to the beloved Doctor Who villain, the Weeping Angels, many fans who understand the reference will immediately tell themselves, don't blink, and head out of the area as fast as they can, always looking back. Fury Tales is written and produced by me. Music is provided by Nicholas Gasparini. New episodes will be released every Wednesday. If you enjoy the show, please share with your family and friends who may be interested, and subscribe yourself on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, as well as rate and review. Every bit of feedback is valuable to me, and I will be sure to give you a shout-out on a future show. I've also started a Patreon to help with some of the costs of hosting this podcast. While I do enjoy what I do and look forward to continuing to provide you with chilling tales and histories, I do want to make sure I can deliver the best possible quality to you as well as provide extra content and episodes to those who are interested in seeing more of what goes into this. The link is in the show notes below, and be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FearyTales13. And remember, the oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear, and the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown. H.P. Lovecraft.